Holy shit, man. Oh, man. Is, is that it? It's done? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was like a whole like song. <laughs> I know, I know. Welcome back to the BF Tangent, guys. Another week on the podcast. So um, that was Jeremy Williams from Tall Tree Studios. Jeremy's sponsoring our podcast. And that was his, um, after our uh, technical uh, difficulties last week, that was his uh, his love song to say he was sorry. So, How's that falsetto, eh? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Blowing, rolling everywhere. Mm. So um, we got a we had a guest. She walked out just before. Yeah, in, yeah. in the middle of that yeah. song. So. If you heard Freddie blowing, it was because he had to run down the road and get her back. <laughs> but um, thanks, thanks this week to our sponsors, Overexertion Clothing. You can find them at overexertion.com.au uh, for your all your best sporting apparel out there. And also our, our newcomers, Offroad Cartel. You can find them at offroadcartel.com.au. Now um, I'm rocking my brand new. Sent it to me this week. The boys did. The uh, Gundawindi 400 merchandise. It was that. It was that. Um, that sought after at the race that they completely sold out and had to get some more stuff reprinted. So, thanks, boys. Thanks for hooking us up. You're rocking the medium too, and it doesn't look too tight. I was afraid it was gonna, like I said, it's it was gonna cut cut off your circulation. But yeah, and which one? I'm rocking just the, the classic. Yeah, you got the crest tee on, mate. Yeah, I said in the the podcast last week that didn't get recorded that um. I was uh, I, I was wanting more um, apparel from them, yeah. so yeah, appreciate it. Off-road cartel, cheers. Now we've got a very special guest on this week. Pumped about this one. Yeah, so it's it's probably, well, not probably, it's definitely the highest profile we've had on the podcast. So it's us. Apart, so it's his... apart, apart from Freddie, obviously, because he played in, in the World Cup, the Rugby League World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> so it's our second Australian uh, football player to, to be yes. to come in here. So. And not just football. So we have gold medalist Vani Politi from the from the rugby union squad. Olympic Rio gold medalist. She's right. also um, not just a, they're they're just not the Olympic champs. They're also the world champs. That's right. So um, killing the game. Yeah, killing absolutely killing. Get to the game. One of the only few like cha- uh, champions that were going into the Olympics that actually pulled it out, and you just had to do it early as well. So I think you guys were up. It seemed like you guys were up first. Like it was like the they got the rugby sevens out of the way and then the rest have you know like, um, so, yeah. And uh, you're also an Australian t- uh, touch football player. Yes. And that's what led you to get into sevens. Yeah. So I played touch football growing up and then got scouted through there to play rugby sevens like most of the other girls in our team. Oh, okay. Yeah. So all come from touch. Um, in the Olympic squad, there was about seven that came from touch football. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's so, a fair bit, eh? Yeah, that's a lot. Did you, did you used to play mainly with those girls? Like, did you all come up through the ranks together or? Um, I played with a few of them and yep. then played against a lot of them. Yeah, cool. Did you, uh, did you know that that was all, always going to be the, the portal to go to sevens or were you just, it was just like a kind of like a crazy thing? That <laughs> My family kind of made me do it, so I oh, just okay. had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Mark was just like, you are going to do this? or Yeah, well, he watched Rugby Union growing up heaps, and I was just kind of like, nah, that game just doesn't entice yeah. me at all. Are I you just... a league fan? or did you... I watched a little bit of league yeah. but, and played a little bit, but Rugby Union was just so different, and I was like, nah, I don't want to give that a go, and they basically like pushed me out of the car and said, go and do it. Yeah, <laughs> well, as I watched it, I was like, because um, Rugby Union players are... Uh, athletes that aren't good enough to play rugby league, but I think that ru- I think rugby league players are athletes that aren't good enough to play rugby women's sevens because th- these girls absolutely killed it. So, um, yeah, on the world stage, too. yeah, that's right. But um, I think it was pretty much the I saw the end of the second half, and it was the only part of the Olympics I saw. 
Yeah. End of their second half. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't see um, Varney score no, that right? Yeah. Okay, so Sorry, she man. scored right, right <laughs> before <laughs> half time, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. And did you, was that that, because you don't see the interchange too much when they're following play. Had you been on for too long before that? Um, no, so I came on just after Emma scored our first yeah, try. Yeah. And so off that kickoff, I came on and then not too long after scored the try. Yeah. yeah. And it was, and it was um, Charlotte that threw the cut out, was it? No, or? Alicia Quirk. Alicia Yeah, Quirk. another oh. touchy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. And we, like, that's obviously, yeah, you're playing in a Olympic uh, final, but to score a try as well, were you just... Out, out of your mind pumped or? Um, not really, I still had 10 minutes to go. What's that? <laughs> still had 10 minutes to play. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Half, so I didn't really think that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just trying to catch my breath pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it varies, is it, is it, do you find yourself with the union compared to the touch, is it what's more fatiguing? Like while, while you're out there? Union, even though it's like way quicker and over in 14 minutes, it's so much harder. Like you have to get up off the ground and you're playing on basically the same field that 15 people play on with just seven people. Yeah. 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 And do you do, um, uh, one of the good qu uh, questions I really want to ask, how much defence do you do at training? There w would you do little to none? Like actual like tackling work or? Uh, we did a lot leading into Rio. Yeah. But normally when we're leading into the World Series, we'll probably have one or two sessions a week. Yeah. That are based around our defence structures, but we won't make too many tackles. It'll be probably more policies than anything. Yeah. yeah. And just yeah. drills and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 So we'll probably make four tackles in most of the sessions yeah and then move on and do just defense drills yeah and um the like obviously the game plan is with i've played in in league we have nines yeah and the game plan in nines is your hot you just got to hold the ball and you win the game you yeah. know like the person is that when you got the ball really like a training stuff you obviously just drilling your your, your spread plays and, yeah. and stuff like that but is that is that all the game plan is is just to make sure we hold on the ball every time we score a try yeah. Like, and then just goes back and forth. Yeah, and obviously in sevens, like once you score a try, you've got to kick off. Yeah. So we focus a lot on the areas of trying to get the ball back off the restart. So we do a lot of work with that yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 Rewind with this a little bit. So how, um, so how long had you been playing sevens before you got into like selection for the Olympic squad and all that sort of stuff? I played my first ever tournament in 2012, my last year of school. Yep. And from then got picked to play in the Queensland team. Yeah. And then that led to selection to the Youth Olympic Festival, which was in 2013. And then made my way into the team for the Aussie 7 squad. When you were 17? Yeah. That was your debut, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And then that was in Amsterdam. And then kind of just, we centralised in 2014 and then pretty much just worked hard from then to cement a, team, a spot in the team. And yeah. then that's how I got to Rio. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So how long out from Rio, like... And like we, they, they were like, yeah, you're definitely going and you're in that squad. They told us on the 1st of July and it wasn't coming out in the media till the 14th. So we had to keep it a secret from the public for about two oh, weeks. Yeah. So you yeah. tell your parents and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I told them then, first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were stoked. Well, mum killed it. She told dad before I got the chance to. Oh, <laughs> so really? I called him. He's like, yeah, I already know. I was like, okay, sweet. <laughs> what, was, what was your dad like? Because he's, he's the most mellow guy ever. And like whenever, like even when after you, after you, um like won the gold and he got, got back from Rio. I rang him and I was like, how fucking good is that, bro? How's good? Because he's, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's really good. I was, I, was very, I was very, very proud of her. He's like that. And I'm, not, I'm like, yeah, no, it's, it's your daughter, she's won gold. Yes, I'm very happy. It's quite, it's quite, quite a good effort she did. Yeah, but, that's basically yeah. our conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And, um, yeah, so you, you find out, so really that is, that's not that, 
like I'd, I'd be wanting to find out really early in the year so I don't have to sweat bullets like thinking about if I'm going to be in that squad the whole time. So you find out in like July, yeah, and then and then from there it's just straight into like it's it's seven days a week like that squad just getting ready for it. Or? Um, no, we had a lot of sessions with heaps of the other girls there as well, and we still had two positions left for the shadows to go over. So the other girls are still fighting for that position, and they didn't find out till we just before we left for Rio. So they were still training really hard and trying to push to get those two touring spots over there. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so what position did you play in the game? I played mainly forwards, I think, and yep. came on for a bit of centre as well. And centre's that when you were in six? So is is the numbers positional on your... No, no, no. Oh, you just no. choose number? They're just numbers, yeah. So you chose six? Yeah, I've had it for a very long time. So oh, okay. most of the girls, like, they've just had that number for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Is six a lucky number for you? I'd like to think so now. Yeah, yeah, you're, right. you're right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and congratulations to I didn't say congratulations to when I met you before. Yeah, but, uh, wait, wait, wait. Um, and uh, oh, what was I going to say? So now, so you're so you're 20, 21. Yeah. Um, and and gold medal. Yeah, 21 gold medals. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> that, that's a bit better than your World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Quarter finalist, you can't, you can't, you know. Uh, but um, anyway, that uh, so you'll you would be definitely looking at next Olympics as well. You'll be 25. yeah. And then uh, it, what's the what's your age bracket for sevens? You think it's a younger younger game, like like for for the younger uh, people, or do you reckon you can go on to that one and then go on to the one after or? Um, it depends how my body holds up, really. Yeah. Like, it's a very physically demanding game. But we, this year, like, Amy was our oldest player, and she's early 30s. So yeah. I definitely wouldn't count the anyone dinosaur. out. Yeah, and we've got a lot of girls that are 27, 28, 29. Oh, okay. So I definitely don't think it's for the young. Like, you can still play if you're up to standards yeah. and physically fit for it. Yeah. yeah. Did it knock you around much this year? Like, did you bring any injuries back home with you? Not from Rio, but we had quite a few injuries leading into Rio. And yeah. A lot of management yeah and um going out like when before you're running out onto that field especially in the gold medal match um do you call it a match or it was a rugby match or yeah anyway but um i were you the the nerves how were they because being world champs i'd be fucking shitting myself because you're world champs that it, it's expected of you to win where new zealand are playing with, kind of with nothing to lose because they you're the world champs like what, what was the nerves like going in i was honestly more nervous in our semi-final but once we get to the final like i knew like we'd done all the hard work and i had a lot of faith in the girls that we were going to come away with the gold medal didn't doubt them at all oh yeah, yeah. so you you're all confident like you were very confident side going into that yeah we played many games against new zealand this year and we knew what we had to do to get over the top of them and the fact that we beat them every time we face them this year gave us the upper edge over them. Yeah. Take that, NZ. Yeah, NZ. God, so good being So did there. you guys just go out drinking the night before? Just whatever, we got this in the bag? <laughs> Not like the dream team basketball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. On their boat, I heard, yeah. On their cruise ship. Yeah, yeah. So did you have the celebrations afterwards? It was pretty good? Um, yeah, a couple of the girls got on it pretty hard. Yeah. I didn't, but... No. Yeah. What's not you? I was just too tired. Yeah, yeah. and did I was you... the youngest. I felt like I was the oldest after the end of it. Oh, so you're <laughs> the youngest in the team. Yeah. Jesus. 
And um, did but did you get to celebrate with your um, dad a bit and, and your uncle? Or? I didn't even see them after we... Oh, no? No. I saw them probably twice out at the fields and that was it. Yeah. yeah. From what I've heard, there are a couple of buzz kills anyway. Yeah. <laughs> or dad, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was so funny, man. When you when when you guys were well, obviously, he, he's on Facebook, my, yeah. uh, and uh, some of the the token tourist shots that he gets, it's like he's like Christ. like just like frowning face, yeah, in front of that huge the huge statue in Brazil, you know. And oh man, I was just like, he just looked like he didn't even want to be in the photo. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, because Lucas was. Uh, I I talked to Lucas as well, who's um, your uncle. Um, yeah. And uh, when he got back, he I got a lot more information out of him. Yeah, he's definitely the more talkative yeah. one. Yeah, I think yeah. your dad's still torn up about the death of Caleb, um, your dog that uh, um, that died about five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> still carries around. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have a dog. No, no. I don't even like Good. animals. We don't have animals. Oh, okay. So, Good fun, Brad. Yeah. Pretty. So, because. Uh, you, you guys, you guys aren't at D Bay anymore. No. No. You, um, Adam Bevingham. Yeah. So when you're at D Bay, I, I once came around your house and uh, there was this little. Are you sure it was the right house, this, right? Yeah, it was. It definitely was. It had like it had ten cars in the yeah. yard and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and this little dog comes out. It's like we're just barking at me the whole time. And I was like, who is that? And your dad's like, that's Caleb. That's our dog. He he got it given to him. Like people didn't want it. Was that the next door neighbours? <laughs> <laughs> well, unless your dad's lying to me that he owns dogs, but he said, yeah, that's Caleb and he's our family dog. Uh, yeah, and then Mark's yeah, secret dog. Yeah, <laughs> he just kept having And then he said that, uh, and then I, I used to always like, ask how Caleb was because I thought it was hilarious that a dog had a name called Caleb because it's just a human name. And I, you know, and then one time I was like, how's Caleb? And he was like, oh, Caleb passed away on the weekend and I had to bury him and that and that was, the, and, and I'm not bullshitting. In there, you can ask you ask that about Caleb. end of combo. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, this yeah, this is good listening right now. About Caleb. Yeah. But um, anyway, when you're doing all your training and stuff, is that Australian Institute of Sports or? Um, no, we're based down in Narrabeen and Sydney Northern Beaches. Oh, okay. And um, their academy of sport there. Oh, yeah. sweet. Living there, like living on uh, on a campus or is... Um, no, so we live in... So most of us live with other teammates. I yeah. live with Nicole, who went over there, and she's got a daughter and a partner that I live with as well. Oh, okay. You just third wheeling it with them? Or fourth wheeling, if they got a daughter? <laughs> yeah, fifth wheeling soon. <laughs> yeah. Another one's on the way. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, so you were... What I believe your mentor would not be here still. You you stayed a couple more weeks in Brisbane? Or, yeah. Yeah, before you head back down south? Yeah. And then it's back in your training. Yeah, so I went back for one day of pre-season and then came back to Brisbane. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was because you didn't want to run. No, I don't like big tests. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, just had, just had enough. <laughs> yeah. And um, well, what's, what's, ne- what's next for the, the girls, like your team? Um, so we have our World Series that starts in December in Dubai. And we're fortunate enough this year that um, Sydney got an offer to host one so we'll have our first ever women's sevens tournament here in australia next year alongside the men's oh sweet yeah what time of year is that gonna be happening in february yep cool nice and hot yeah Yeah, so it'll be great yeah Uh, and this is how much i watched the olympics did the men's get knocked out in like the quarters or something or yeah the men came eight oh man they were they really stink yeah um yeah, forget about the men's. They should just concentrate on the girls' program. <laughs> but um, um, and uh, 
with with going on to how far in the future do you think you as a sevens player is there any other is there any other offers that come your way being being an just an athlete like that you obviously one of your attributes is speed um, and you, and uh, just like obviously with touch as well you got to be a fast elusive is there any like I know there's stuff like a, a girl AFL teams and yeah. stuff like that coming into the things is there any offers that, that can be floating around or do you look for things like that um I haven't looked for things I've recently just found a manager oh a player manager yeah yeah so he's sorting that stuff out but yeah there were offers from AFL yeah but just at the moment just not too sure I yeah you could there. probably get a starting gig for the Brisbane Lions male team <laughs> they are that bad <laughs> Um, and <laughs> she doesn't want to play a field, though. What's that? <laughs> she doesn't want to play a field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, and, and so he's just going to sort things out. So this is your first player manager you've had? Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. And um, do you, you, with with all of this stuff, do you, do you get back to try to play a bit of touch as well? Like, um, Yeah, our contracts are pretty locked down that we can't play anything outside of rugby sevens yeah. unless you get given the right to, but basically just comes down to the coach's discretion. Yeah. Yeah. And you, the coach, Tim Walsh? Yeah. Yeah. And what's he like as a coach? <laughs> <laughs> he is that good. <laughs> uh, no, he's a good coach. He's done very well with us to yeah. take a whole group of girls that haven't played rugby before, like none of us had ever tackled before. Really? No one in the team? Most of the girls come from touch and hadn't tackled. And, That's unreal. Know, come in and played rugby sevens now come away in one year to be world champs and yeah. olympic gold medalists like he's done a great job with everyone yeah. did he do a dance in the dressing stage after like on the chair, I, on the chair. <laughs> I find it weird that I, I always find it weird and i find it weird in like WNBA and stuff like yeah. that that they're always men's coach it's it's yeah. always men's coaching as if there's not good enough women coaches to also be co do you think or do you think it's because it's such a new like a, it's a newer sport for women that they they just grab a man to do it but i always find it weird that it always seems to be men coaching women's teams like what makes it you know i have no idea but usa tried to have a women's coach and yeah. then she lasted one tournament and then we didn't see her again oh, so i'm okay. not too sure yeah. maybe just the men can communicate with women a lot better. Yeah, true. Because USA got a good program as well now yeah. with all the colleges and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Is it weird having a male coach? Like, I know if for me, if I was on a rugby team and, and was getting coached by a lady, it'd be, I think, not that I'm anything against it, but it would, I think Man, it would if seem you, weird. Love, if you played rugby, right? I'm going to get into sevens. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I could probably get a spot on that men's side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, that's all I was saying. Oh, okay. I, I would find it a bit odd. Like if that's all I was wondering. Was it is it weird for you training like getting coached by a man at all or No, most of my coaches growing up even through touch were all males. Yep. Yeah. It was definitely just something I was used to the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Um cool. Yeah, so Tim Welsh. Well, she. I'll keep an eye on him. Yeah. Yeah, and, I don't know, but he seems like now he'll be your coach for a while because you can't, you, you know. He's like, signed till 2018, so I think he'll 
stay for the com games and well, the World Cup. Oh, I suggest you practice your answer when you ask if you like your coach is <laughs> Do you love your coach? Yes, I love him. He's the best coach I've ever had. That's what. That's how you always answer your coaches. That's like it's like. Well, it's like, it's I like hope bosses. he doesn't listen to this then. <laughs> like like Lucas is kind of like you'd call him my supervisor at the moment. Yeah. What's Lucas like? Yeah, I love him. I love all his tattoos. His his full body suit is awesome. You know, like it's uh yeah, really really good guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just can't hit me with a hard question straight up. Yeah. <laughs> so has it like have you got heaps of attention from it? Like what's it like winning a gold medal? Like is it a bit of a rock star thing for a bit? Like after it happened there, we're... I think I got more attention carrying around the big boxing kangaroo than I did with the gold medals. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. And I just loved it over there. Oh yeah. So, but I went basically went into hiding when we got back to Australia. So yeah. Yeah. I didn't really have to go to deal with it deal with all the media yeah let the other girls do that yeah i saw that one photo where it was you lucas and your dad yeah. out on the field and that was it like that i thought that when i saw that i was like that is so fucking cool like you know you had you i think you had your gold medal around your neck yeah. then yeah and then yeah that would be like if i was mark mark fucking frame that photo if you if you if you're over Caleb, just yeah. just get onto that and frame that photo. Well, pull Caleb out of the frame at home. Yeah. Put your I, bloody door. Where, so where where? I better where, go find that photo frame then. <laughs> yeah, it's a little. Dull. We should have brought one and gifted it to you. For it. Where's uh? Where do you keep your gold medal? I've got it right here. Oh, sick! Bring it. Yeah, can do we? Do you really? Yeah, yeah, that is sick. Yeah. Oh, no. This is definitely the Basically, best thing that's ever back is just in the boot of my car. All right, guys. So what, what she's pulling it out of is a like nicely varnished wooden case. Yeah. So did it come in that case? Um, we had to pick the case up from what we called the hub, which was like a little area that we had just for Australians. Yeah. At the village. That is yeah. sick. It's very heavy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely getting a photo of this after. But yeah, that's so good. Can you bite it and see if it's like really hard? That's the token thing to do, eh? It's put it around your neck and they bite it. Yeah. That's it. Like, I don't know. You don't do it. It's yeah. different. It's not yours. You haven't won a gold medal unless you do that. Oh, man. It's heavy, yeah. yeah. What about uh, Olympic ring tattoos? What's happening there? Are you going to get them or? Uh, contemplating. Yeah. Oh, you got to get them. I got a, I got a tomahawk tattooed on my thing because we made the quarterfinals. Yeah, bro. But you're the illustrated man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a couple of the parents have got tattoos before any of the other girls oh, have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's got like a neck tattoo right next to the one Caleb. Hey Jeremy, do you want to see a real gold medal? Whoa. Feel how heavy it is, man. It's it looks like those chocolate ones. Yeah. <laughs> that, chocolate is that kind of damaged on the headset? Did yeah. you drop it? Wow, it is heavy, isn't um, it? Um no, yeah. when we tried to jump the fence to go to our families, because we they wouldn't let us up, so we literally yeah. just jumped up on this metal fence and had our parents just fling us over and it kind of just kept getting banged against the Yeah. yeah. That's really yeah. uh really heavy, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's so, so, so what's that made of? Gold. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I'm assuming it's six, not solid gold. Six grams of gold. Okay. I'm not quite sure what the rest is. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's very dense. It's awesome, eh? Dense yeah. like my brain. <laughs> That's sweet, man. Very dense. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, yeah, it's got a. It's uh, one side has got some sort of um, angel, angel doing the karate kid. Yeah. Pose. It has Roman numerals, which I don't know which they are, and then Olympia Rio. That's sick, man. Are you going to get a, some sort of cabinet? you got to display that, you know, like... Um. Pretty good thing to keep in the car. You'd just be able to whip it out of the boot and whack someone if they give you trouble. Man, <laughs> yeah. that'd take it's them down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you've got to work on getting those uh, get those rings tattooed on you as well. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty could probably get a tattoo gun and do it for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
You, um, your, your dad's obviously Australian. Your, is your mum, are you Tongan or? Samoan. Samoan. That was a bad mistake. Yeah. But um, yeah, so Samoan. Um, obviously, you are w- one of the best in the world when it comes to rugby sevens. But would you ever just say, uh, it, would you play for Samoa? If, if that would, just say playing for Australia wasn't, like for my instance, playing for Australia for rugby league wasn't a, what politics, you know, like, you yeah. know, and then my dad's from Colorado, my dad's American, yeah. so I could play for the USA. So is, is playing for um, your mum's country ever something you'd want to do as well? Just, uh, just to tick off the bucket yeah. list. Um, I'm pretty happy playing for Australia. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 I just, yeah, but yeah, probably if like I didn't, wasn't up to scratch for playing for Australia, I yeah. would have gone and tried my chances with Samoa. Yeah. See where I could get with that. Yeah, I was just thinking, like maybe just also just you know, like your your mum would love to see maybe as like a exhibition, like Samoa says, oh we have, uh, you know, we have we have Varney coming as yeah. it, as like a a celebrity player or something like that, you know. Yeah, I'd yeah. definitely do that. Yeah, that'd be sick. to have like yeah, Samoan jersey, Samoan jersey next to the uh, Australian jersey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> so you have you haven't worn it out in town or anything in in the clubs, just getting all the dudes flocking to you? <laughs> no. no. Oh no. man. Haven't yeah. made it out to the clubs yet. No. Nah. <laughs> um uh with uh with your all your training and stuff, your your training regime regime is uh very strict. Are you strict with your diet and like what do you guys just have uh like they're they're pretty much Prep, uh, prepping stuff for you, telling you what to eat, how to eat, when to eat, and stuff like um, that? Not really, but leading into Rio, we had a 100-day Rip for Rio um, thing that we did. So it was basically for the 100 days leading to Rio, you weren't allowed to eat anything bad at all, like yeah. no chocolate, no lollies, no biscuits or anything like that. And So that was basically just enabling us to make sure our bodies are in the best form that they could be, like yeah. not one extra mill of fat that shouldn't be there. Which is good. Like everyone hit PB skin folds before we went away. So. Oh really? What was yeah. your skin fold? It's a bit personal. Pretty much to tell you how good his was. Yeah. I'm like I've had mine recently. I'm, 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 I, think I'm I don't seven want mine done anytime soon. Yeah, but anyway, did was yours? Uh, did you? Was it a lot better than when you? Yeah, had, way oh, better. Oh sweet. Yeah. And and do they keep with that diet? Is it is it a is it a high carb, low carb, like high protein or? Um, nothing really in particular yeah. just make sure you're eating right and we had a nutritionist there so if you wanted meal plans or anything like she could help you with that yeah yeah, yeah. and um obviously you, you guys aren't uh, or you said there's there's a few loose girls in your team so are they out <laughs> drinking or like uh you 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 stay off the out the stay off the alcohol leading into that kind of competition yeah so we didn't have any alcohol leading oh. into Rio either yeah um but yeah, but we we will go out during the season like once every couple of months and enjoy each other's company and have a drink or so. Yeah. But we it's not something we do regularly unless it's our off season. Then we'll have our end of year party that just gets a bit wild. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, so. you're a rugby union player, so it's not like you're one of those leggy guys. It's always in the headlines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not doing bubbles. But right. um, <laughs> uh, um, so so, so who's who who's your best ma- who's your best mate in the team? Like who are you, obviously you're all so close, but do you have specific like the like best mates in the team, or you just all That's a bit all controversial just one group? Yeah. Um. No. Yeah, we have. Like I've got a couple of close mates in there that I would share things with them. I wouldn't share with other girls in the team. Which ones are those? Um, Amy, I've shared a lot with her, and Ellie are the big Fiji and the oh, yeah. fast one. Yeah, yeah. 
um, obviously my roommate Nicole. And then did she score the last try? The, the second last try. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then New Zealand. And then I think Charlotte scored. Oh, that's last right. Try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did. Yeah. yeah. Charlotte was thirteen. Yeah. Is that was Charlotte? Wear thirteen or seven? Seven. God, I'm sorry. Close. Twelve Close. on the field. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, Wait, uh, so, can we edit that out, please, uh, Jerry? <laughs> no, that's awesome. So, what was Rio like? Like, was it? Did you go out much there? Like, it was it as crazy as it was getting made out to be? Oh, uh, well, we didn't get to hear any of the stuff that you guys heard back here, but it was pretty safe when we were over there. Yeah. Like, we felt safe, and we've been to not, um, not Rio, but we go to Sao Paulo every year for a tournament. Yeah. So this year we went to Sao Paulo in February. We spent a couple of days in Rio after to check out the progress they're doing on the Olympic Village and the stadium before we came back over to Rio. Was, was it even started back then? <laughs> there was grass on the field, so that was a start. <laughs> it was very hard though. <laughs> and did you see the cruise ship that the Americans were on? I had no idea where it was. No. Yeah. I think it was out near Copa, but we didn't venture out that far. <laughs> quite a distance to get to. Yeah. What what did you did you see get to see a lot of other events after you guys had finished? Did you watch a Yeah, lot? we went and watched heats. We I got out to the track cycling so I watched Adamia cycle. Oh, and yeah. then got out to athletics and then watched Usain Bolt's hundred meter final oh, the four hundred yeah, final, which was amazing. So yeah. that was definitely the highlight. But yeah, we got out to quite a few events and yeah. supported we watched a lot of the boomers games. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah that that had awesome that was well, that yeah, other one was before good. their finals. Yeah. <laughs> um were you went after like were you walking around the Australian village like kind of like the big dogs because you, you 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 know you've already done your job and everyone everyone knows of you then? And oh, then. not really. There were still like other teams that were competing yeah. and obviously they had a lot of pressure, so we didn't really try and dim the light for yeah, them. Yeah, true. But um, yeah, just unlucky they didn't live up to the expectations. <laughs> yeah. Are you getting really good at signing your autograph? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to sign a lot though? No, not really. Nah. No. Seriously, just that damn kangaroo. Just, can I have a photo with the kangaroo? I was like, if you want. <laughs> They're like, Varney, Varney, photo. And you just step out, we just want the kangaroo yeah. here. By the end of it, I was like, okay, you have the kangaroo, I'll have your phone. So if you actually run away with it, I've still got your phone anyway. So. You were just taking photos of them with the kangaroo? <laughs> You're like, Dad, I can't believe you brought Caleb stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell everyone, do you realise we shoot these bloody things at home? Well, we ride them to school. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was having a conversation with your dad today. Uh, I, I said, um, I said, uh, is she, is Vani single? And he was like, oh, I'm not sure, but you should ask her on the podcast. Well, I actually had a couple of my mates requesting if, if you were taken or not. So I suppose everyone wants to know. Well, we're both married, so there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> So are you seeing a guy or seeing someone? Yeah, no. and I'll see it because I was I was Sorry, Josh. We won't judge. What the um? Josh. No, no, that's that's all we need. Oh, to okay, say. but uh, anyway, I'm yeah. Because his name. Oh really? <laughs> oh really? Nice, <laughs> <laughs> not nice work, Josh. Nice. Um, I was thinking if I was if I was going to I think Josh that's his name. Yeah. He's either. Uh, uh, I'm taking a guess. He's either a really good rugby union player or he's got nothing to do with the sport at all. He plays in the NRL. Oh, so he? footy player. Yeah. What's his last name? Hoffman? No. <laughs> Reynolds? Starling. So, who's he played for? Manly. Oh, yeah. Played for Manly. Yeah, season. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. I was thinking this guy has got to be on par 
that with you in that in that kind of sport or he's got to be like nothing to do with it at all because you wouldn't you wouldn't want to just say oh yeah so so what do you do yeah i play um uh premier league union in <laughs> brisbane and my missus plays for australia seven so, yeah. yeah well we basically just trained together like next to each other at yeah. narrabeen for the past three years that's how we kind of met oh sweet yeah yeah well, I, I race off-road and my wife raced it with me for a while and I pretty much had to make up this excuse that I couldn't keep the maintenance up with two drivers so just because she was getting too close to my time. Yeah. <laughs> just to try and save face. <laughs> <laughs> did he, uh, did Josh, um, he, did he help you out with some defence stuff, obviously? Like, when you guys are together, it's nothing, it's nothing about footy. It's nothing to do with footy, but yeah. I probably would never want him to show me how to tackle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because you'd show him a thing or two. Yeah, I'd probably just step him. <laughs> <laughs> you got him on speed? Easily. Yeah, yeah. And blaze the sideline? Yeah. yeah. Were, were you a track runner as well? No. No. <coughs> but you're pretty fast, aren't you? You know, for your speed? Average. Yeah. I, yeah. Fan- I fancy myself over 20 metres. <laughs> He's good. I, I race outside. Yeah. Right. He's good. He is a driver. Yeah. <laughs> He's really good for 20 because he's got me at 20 and I'm blistering. Like over 100, I've, I've got like sub 11 times. But um, <laughs> <laughs> sub one minute 11 times. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> but um, yeah, so Brenton's pretty good over 20 metres. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I wish that like uh, I'm interested in what the, what the next steps are, like besides sevens and stuff. I'd like, it'd be cool to see. Um, it, are you really excited about having this player manager now and seeing what he can pull up for you? Yeah, he's already done heaps in a short amount of time. Yeah. So I feel like he's just going to do so much in the next year or so. Is it Kim? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. mates with Kim. Yeah, yeah. My, I think my dad mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, because he was asking me about him. Yeah, and I said, yeah, he's a good, like, because um, Kim helped me get over to France. Yeah. And, um... He uh, um, has helped a couple of, like, I know some of the kids that he got onto really early and they're doing good things in 20s at Bulldogs and yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, and he, and he always tells you the truth, you know, he tells you the truth. Like, yeah. when I was trying to get um, over to France, he was like, oh, Christian, this, t- this team doesn't need this, but they need that, you know. So, yeah. No, he's good. I, I, he, Fingers him. on the pulse. Yeah, no, it's a good option. What's, it, what's his company called again? Give him a shout out. Yeah. Velocity, Velocity Sports. Velocity Sports, that's yeah. it, yeah. King Ingebrigtsen and his dad coaches the Sunshine Coast Seagulls, that, Falcons, sorry, Sunshine Coast Falcons <laughs> that got knocked out in the prelim final, yeah. unfortunately. So shout out to the Sunshine Coast Falcons <laughs> 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 who dropped me and I said, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah. like the Falcon anyway, mate. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you just, obviously when you're down to Sydney, you'll just have a, uh, be on the phone to Kim and just see what he what he's working on. Yeah, just stay in contact with Kim and yeah. And so is it just knuckle down now till February till that first tournament? Our first tournament's in December. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but um, yeah. So we're in preseason at the moment. Yep. Um, we have a couple of domestic tournaments. I'm not too sure if there's girls getting released, but we have one in Noosa in a couple of weekends, and then there's one in Central Coast, which I know we're definitely taking a team to. Really? So you having a tw- you you guys are playing in Noosa in a couple of weekends. Um, I think people have been asked to play for certain clubs, yeah. so we don't put it in an Australian team. Oh, okay. But clubs that we played for before going yeah. to Australia. Will you be playing? Probably not. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's for Just in That's for Niti. You got you got gold medal. You're just. I'd love to play Noosa. I haven't played yeah. in Queensland since yeah, forever. Yeah. Awesome. And um, with uh, uh, 
just say finance wise <laughs> freaking personal question but I, i'm just saying like so they obviously you're they're, they're taking care of you uh do you get an allowance while you're in starting pre-season and stuff like is it they don't expect you to work as well or is it it's not is it full-time it's and, full-time money shit yeah yeah but yeah. but but it's yeah. enough to live like you're just living football yeah so uh, we rugby sorry yeah um when we first moved down we we're told we could work part-time yeah but with our hours that we've done, we've just found it way too hard. But yeah. the money's down there is not the greatest for the area we're living in, yeah. but most yeah. girls make do with it. Yeah. yeah. And, and your boys get... in NRL play, you sweet man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next topic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, I wrote down a couple of questions when Freddie talked, because I didn't know you were coming on today, obviously. And um, so I had a whole heap of preparation done for completely other rubbish. So I wrote down a couple of quick questions while I thought of. Um, one is who is the hooker on the team and can Jeremy have her number? Uh, um, <laughs> why, why do you ask who's the hooker? <laughs> in, in, in sevens, it seems like he's all getting there. Like it's it's kind of like just it's straight over the top of your head, bro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I got it. Don't worry. Yeah. Thanks. Anyway, so I'm uh, moving right along. <laughs> Now, does it ever get real dirty on the field with the girls? Like, has anyone tried to, like, say, you know, for the boys playing NRL, Hopawati used to be around, you know? Is yeah. It, yeah? Um, no, it doesn't get like that on the field. Like, we basically don't play for that long, so... No one's punched you in the just... tit or anything? Or... No. Yeah. Is there... Has there been, like, punch-ons or, like, that doesn't happen in um, the sense? No, we haven't had any punch-ons, but yeah. Shannon Perry, one of our captains, she does love a good standoff. Yeah. Um, so if anyone tries to get in her face, she'll be the first one there to yeah. get her on there. She face. run in with the flying headbutt. Yeah, she's classic. That's the go. <laughs> Imagine Tim Walsh, you know, in a punch on, probably get his ass kicked. <laughs> He'd probably run the other way. <laughs> yeah, he looked like that kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's pretty much all I had. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I had a question. Um, so one of our mates is um, uh, Laurie Kramer. Um, she plays uh, so fourteen inside Union. What's the the main game? Is it fifteen? Fifteens, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that just standard rugby? Union? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, So she plays fifteens. Yeah. And she just uh, she uh, she asked me to ask whether she like when when you're trying to get into that that next level. What was the main thing you focused on? To like, was you were you always so confident? You're like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be playing like sevens for Australia, or like, was there was there things that you worked on, or, or or like you set mini goals or you set big goals for yourself? She's trying to crack like the Queensland fifteen team and stuff like that. Yeah. And obviously, there's uh with that, it's it's less more like a touch footy game, more like uh they they concentrating on defense and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, how did you like your mindset and stuff like that go with those kind of things? Um, well, I got into it fairly young so yeah. I was 17 so I was obviously still learning and I'm still learning now so I basically just made the effort to actually learn and be willing to learn how to play the game and then just watch lots of footage to better myself and get a better understanding because like, you know, like I had basic skills like from touch and all I needed to learn was the rules and yeah. watching footage and just watching it over and over again was the easiest way to learn them yeah, yeah. And and before they the before they approached you, would you did you know that it was on the radar that you were on their radar, like or were they just like, look, uh, have you ever tried sevens? Come on, like. Um. So I the first time I got approached was after we won the grand final in the Queensland team, 
my, my second tournament I've ever played and so they're like yeah like there's people that are really interested in looking at you further yeah and then obviously found out after I made the youth festival squad and at that time the coach that we had for that team he was the coach of the Australian sevens team yeah so Tim Walsh was our assistant coach then and he was basically the assistant coach when I first started in the women's squad until the head coach left and he became head coach okay what happened to the head coach he went over to Netherlands and worked oh, okay. with the Dutch team over there yeah what do you think about that that head coach <laughs> Was he a good guy, the head coach? I, I bet he's regretting that decision. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, he was a nice guy. Yeah, see. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so now just down, ne- next next steps is down to Sydney. Pre- you'll, you'll actually get into a little bit of pre-season. Yeah. And then, uh, and then start on that tournament, that, that next tournament next year, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, so just focus on the World Series for now and then yeah. hopefully the World Cup and the Com Games that are here in the Goldie in a couple of years. Yeah. And out of all those tournaments, is that gold medal easily the, the the top that you guys think? Or do you think the world champs, like being world champs, if you could choose being one or the other, what would you choose? Being just what the world champs or winning that gold medal? Winning the gold medal. Yeah. And it comes around once every four years mm, and definitely. you can win the world series next year. Yeah, true. So that, yeah, that's, that's annually. Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So technically you can just retire now, you've ticked your box and everything's all good. Can I retire at 21? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> Kim in your has got to find you some really good cash. Yeah. yeah. I hope so. Now, in true tangent form, we've gone all over the shop tonight. But um, I wanted to go back to diet stuff. So you just don't really follow much of a strict diet at all. Like, I just, I found it odd when you said before that it was just like, yeah, we just had a nutritionist and it was, we just whatever and as long as it wasn't bad it was all good so you don't really focus too much on diet at all for rugby or um well basically we just look at it like we've got our nutritionist there to guide us if anything like if we blew out or anything but we train hard enough we train four times a week go to the gym four times a week put in the effort like eating one bad thing every now and then it's not really going to affect us as long as it's still strong powerful and fast yeah for sure do you try and hold a bit more weight like in off like I don't know, do you try and build muscle in off-season and stuff like that and then try and cut a bit for when it comes time to playing or anything? Or Not you just really. I think a lot same? of the girls now, like in the three years, have found their um, good playing weight that they're happy to play at. So they'll guide us and say, we want you to be this heavy or yep. have this much muscle, muscle. But like at the end of the day, like if we're happy at the body weight we're at and like our muscle mass, like it's fine with yeah. us. And if we're still performing, like it doesn't really affect them too much. Yeah. Has anyone ever said you have to get bigger and put on size or anything like that? Not really. We've yep. done really well in the past three years, like our stats for muscle mass and in comparison to like our body fat has just been better every year we've done it. Yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. And when you're in the, when you're in the gym, what kind of things are you concentrating on? Um, so we basically have a standard program that we've had for the past three years. So we basically go in there knowing what we're going to do every day. So yeah. do the basic like squats, military bench. And then we do, we have like power circuits or like upper body circuits that we do. But yeah. we don't do anything too outrageous. Yeah. What, is, what does your power circuit consist of? So we do like, gosh, um, a lot of um, <laughs> band resistant things. So yeah. like band resistant broad jumps and yeah. kettlebell swings and a lot of things that we probably haven't really done in the past three years and yep. just put it into one circuit and then off you go. You have a strength and conditioning coach? Yeah, no, he's really, really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sweet. So basically since he's been working with us, like our testing scores and our strength scores have just gone through the roof and just improved oh, nice. so much. Yeah. yeah, excellent. So, And do you guys have a gym that you guys just, like that you ladies just train at? 
Yeah, so there is a gym, so everything and there's all the facilities we need at Narrabeen. So yeah. we have a gym and last year we used to share it with the Manly Boys and the Aussie Boys, but this year they've basically moved the Manly Boys out and we have that gym mainly to ourselves, but there's a couple of... Um, we use a gold medalist, so get yeah. out, Manly. Yeah. There's a couple <laughs> little groups that come in and use the gym every now and then, so <coughs> but yeah. it good. it's good. It caters for everyone. It has a lot of things in there. Yeah, yeah true, Manly. Make a final, then start using gyms. <laughs> yeah. We're just racking gold medals over here, mate. Far out. I give them a lot of shit because I never see them on the field, so I think they need to use the fields more often. Yeah, true. They're too busy too just blaming, blaming coaches. Yeah. Too busy blaming coaches about their performances. I'm going to get shit for this. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm, 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 I'm a massive Broncos fan, so I'm pretty devoted. Uh, yeah, but... um. And Brenton's a huge Broncos fan as well, so oh, he's yeah. probably the biggest. <laughs> I'm, also, I'm also what they call an extreme sleeper, so <laughs> even though I love the Broncos, I'll guarantee to fall asleep in a game. He'll like come over to watch the game. I look, I'm like, Brenton, Brenton, boy, how about that? And he's, I look over his fucking snore and he's dead off. But yeah, I wake him up and I'm like, Brenton, they won. He's like, yes. Yes, that was <laughs> My boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I had one more other, co- one more other question, and um, it came from one of the boys that I play footy with. Um, they were interested to know, and it's funny, it's from, a, it's from an Aussie. Um, he, uh, he said, so when we, after we play, so we, when we hit the showers, right, we, we, uh, obviously we get, we nude up. Um, but the, the, the Samoans and the Tongans and stuff, they, they don't, they never nude up. And, and, and we're thinking maybe it's a, it's a religious thing or something, or, you know, like, do, do, like, do, do you they not... ask you what my team does in the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, do, <laughs> That's do, what he's trying to get out of Yeah, yeah. In the girls, no, no, just like in, in the girls' like room, is it just like he's, he's getting get in there? and uh... um, Not our team, oh, but okay. we have walked in on a couple of Japanese naked and <laughs> things like that, just so unaware. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, like <laughs> reverse. Yeah. It's not a nice sight, but just <laughs> it's happened rim. a couple of times. <laughs> But they don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like they're happy to just be nude, and we just yeah. think like to us like that's just not normal. Yeah. yeah. Is that is it? Um, Some sports bras and speedos in the sheds. <laughs> that's right. Well, yeah, but do you know why Samoans wouldn't get naked for men? Is there a, is there a reason that why they wouldn't be doing that? Or no idea. I'll have to look into that. Because <laughs> I, I never want to be like, Oi, bro, why aren't you naked? <laughs> like, like I've, got my, I've, got, I'm, I've got my embarrassing body out, so uh, you, you should do. But, um, yeah. So. so well, if, have you finished all your questions? Because we normally always sign off um, when we have a guest on. I, we, it's a bit rude, but we'll, we'll have it anyway. Um, we always say, you've got to fight one, fuck one, and marry one. So, your three candidates are... <laughs> I haven't heard this. So, <laughs> so it only just started tonight. Yeah. No, no, we do it with every guest that okay. we have on. I haven't it's heard not, what he's it's say. normal. Oh, okay. It's normally okay. specific to their sport. So, okay. um, you've got it's either John Eels, your three con- your three, <laughs> <laughs> three contenders, <laughs> uh, John Eels, George Gregan, and Jonah Lomo. So, what were the three choices I had? So you've got to fight one, fuck one. And marry one. So John Alomu, you'd have to dig <coughs> up or put his ashes back together because he's passed away. So yeah, well, obviously it's past him. tense. Yeah, yeah, I'd marry him. Yeah, yeah. I'd fuck George Gregan and I'd probably fight John Eels. <laughs> <laughs> like a champ. Thanks very much. Oh man, awesome. Yeah. Well, that's our. Um, do you, Do you have any questions for us, Barney? Seeing as we're such awesome 
um, posts. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need me to take over next week? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, her question, she's like, yeah, can I get the fuck out of here? This is my podcast now, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, it's fucking, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Heath, for coming on. Um, yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll definitely be calling um, King Ingerson and be keeping tabs on what he's doing for you. Is it, is there also ways of, of in getting also endorsements for you guys and stuff like that? You know, like you look at that, that Australian team and for, for sevens rugby players, like, you know, obviously it's not, it's not as brutal as playing 15s, but, um, but, and these are all, these are all glamours, you know, like you've all got bases that you can put on, you can put on freaking cereal boxes and stuff like that. So it's like, can you, can you get sort stuff like that out as well? Um, yeah, I guess if we want any endorsements now, like that'll be individual ones. I yeah. guess I'll work with Kim to yeah. sort that out. Because it's like you got to strike when the iron's hot, you know. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's freaking hot right now, you know. <laughs> but um, well, well, speaking of that, we've uh, got an overexertion pack for you before you go too. Oh so. yeah, we brought some overexertion yeah. here for you. Yeah, I don't know if you got that message I sent you. I just uh, yeah, I, I didn't know what. Probably just from some creep number. <laughs> yeah, it was from it was from <laughs> deleted it straight away. It was from overexertions oh, okay, Instagram. Nice. Yeah, I didn't know what size, so I brought small and medium a few things. Yeah, so, but yeah, but yeah, we'll get, we'll get them and uh, and we'll uh, we'll we'll press press pause on this and then um get a photo. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks very much. Sweet. For Thanks. It's funny. We really appreciate Congratulations it. Congratulations very much on the uh, on the gold medal. That's an awesome achievement. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. And thanks thanks for taking time out of your schedule to come and talk to us. No worries. It was fun. <laughs> thanks very much for thanks very much again for Varney to come. Oh man. <laughs> thanks very much again to Varney for coming in. We really appreciate her taking time out of her busy schedule. What an awesome girl, eh? Yeah. And gold, also gold medalist on the podcast. Gold medalist. We're going straight to number one now. Easy on the eyes. Awesome to talk to. Josh, hold on to her, or you're an idiot. Yeah. Because the other Josh is waiting. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Trying to send in to ask if she was single. But yeah, that was awesome having a chat to her. That that we can't, couldn't get over how heavy that gold medal. Really. They always say, "Oh, yeah, they're that was heavy." Yeah. That was yeah, the biggest see, surprise for me for sure. Jeremy asking what it was made out of. That was pretty classic. Yeah. <laughs> well, what what is this gold medal made out of? I wasn't wanting to break it to you, but. It's not made out of gold. No, but she said she said uh, some of it it's got a tiny bit of gold in it. Yeah, yeah, gold yeah. plated, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being such a hater. That, that's Jeremy, director, producer, and slash worst photographer in the world. Yeah. We asked him to we asked him to take like photos of us after we, just before Varney left because we let her go after before we talk a tiny bit of bullshit. But and Jeremy took about. 10 photos and one is usable because the rest is blurry and shit. But at least we got the photo with her with the gold no, medal. It was artistic, brother. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you want to um, hit into a bit of yeah, MMA we'll, chat? Mate? Yeah, a bit of MMA chat. Um, the only thing I wanted to say is because we didn't get to pod last week, um, uh, I we I met, uh, wanted to mention Chow Sonnen. Yep. Chow Sonnen sign of Bellator. Fucking awesome news getting him back in the game. I'm devoted that it's not through the UFC. He didn't. Um, he didn't bring up the issue why it wasn't with the USC, but he didn't realize that he was actually off contract with the USC and able to shop around. Mm-hmm. He said he did have chats with Dana White. He left it at that. He didn't say what happened there. All he said is Dana is a shark, not in a bad way or not in a good way, but just take it how he is. He just says pretty much he's a business shark. Yeah. So he's signed with Bellator. He'd be getting big money. The reason I'm devoted about it is because. His first fight 
were look, look, looking like Tito Ortiz. Oh, yeah. So someone that he's going to absolutely just destroy. Uh, maybe it's an all right thing for a warm-up fight. Back in, I'm hoping that a Bellator is on like a, a one-year one contract or just like a, a certain amount of contract um, that he can then eventually look at getting back in the UFC and then retire. I'd love to see him back in the UFC fighting the... The, the best of the best. Um, obviously, I think Bellator's doing big, making big moves. They're getting good fighters, but I still think they're a fair bit off the UFC. Yep. But like everything, it's very good to have competition in those kind of companies. You know, the Bellator gets bigger, it just makes UFC push harder to, to make themselves better. Yeah. So I think that's really good. Um, yeah, so Chow, fucking, I'd love to see him win, uh, go out there and just kill it again, especially after all his family's been through recently. Um, and then uh, big news that dropped today. It's funny, so don't quote me on this, but it's pretty much set in stone that Conor McGregor is fighting on the UFC um, New York card. 205? Yeah, 205 versus Alvarez. I was listening to Charles Sonnen's podcast and he said that was off because of his broken foot. But then after that, I saw on BJPen.com that, no, nah, it is set in stone that it's the Conor McGregor. And then I looked on UFC.com yeah. and it said, yeah, Eddie Alvarez versus Conor McGregor. So that's that's going to be one hell of a fight. I, I think a bit uh, Khabib has to sit there again and wait, even though he's on... a shit deal for him. Oh, it? man, he just keeps getting brushed. He needs that title shot. And I think it should have been even maybe him, Khabib versus... Alvarez and then Connor fights that winner just yeah. so and you know and while they do that Connor goes back and defends his belt against if he can if he can suck down to like, get it down there? if he I, I think he says he's never he's never missed weight yeah. he can suck down to 145 it'll be a bitch but he can do it um and then the only other thing I wanted to ask you about is what do you think about Cyborg <laughs> well it was interesting I watched the the all the um undercards as well um, but I want to just rewind back to last week. Now, um, Michael Johnson, what a, what a douchebag. That's what we talked about, but it didn't get recorded. <laughs> but um, I can't believe his form. He, so he beat Dustin Poirier, but then was talking smack over the top of him, then running his mouth like he deserves the same money as the likes of Nate Diaz. He's doing the money Riga. symbol? Yeah. Doing the money symbol? Hey, come so on, you got pumped your last fight. Yeah. So sorry, yeah. was it the fight before? It, I think fight? it was the last fight of the fight before when Nate Diaz absolutely picked him apart. Took him to school. For three rounds. Yeah. Um, I think he ended up finishing him. Or he might have just gone to decision. I don't, yeah, it's, but I did watch that fight and it was just, Nate Diaz had never looked better at, at 155. Yeah. And and um and so that, uh yeah, and then he comes out and he's like, I've got the fastest hands. It's like, yeah. well, you don't, motherfucker, yeah. because Nate Diaz just outboxed you like a couple of fucking months ago so i don't know where you're coming from doing the money symbol you like every like i, I like I, i'd love to say to all these guys earn the right earn that money yeah. like conor mcgregor earned that money he, he he had a plan he's a businessman he had a plan and he stuck to it he doesn't care about the haters or anything and um like i said to you last week and i think you can judge the caliber of an athlete by the way that they react to a win. Yeah. And I think that Michael Johnson, by yelling at um, Dustin Poirier, who is a seems like such a respectable yeah, guy, such right. a good fighter, he got clipped like anyone can get clipped in the game and screaming at him while he's under, I'm pretty much unconscious. Yeah. Um, compared to when um, Conor McGregor clipped him, Conor McGregor goes up to him, picks him up, says thanks for the fight. 
what it what it shows me is it shows someone that is surprised that they won yeah. and they're so pumped and they surprise themselves compared to Conor McGregor where that was the plan the whole time and he just got through the plan and then he went and thanked his opponent for being a part of that plan that where he was going to win the whole time it just showed me the the difference of a champion and a person who believes that they're a champion to a person who who talks that they want to be a champion and doesn't know whether they're going to get the job done or not. Yeah. I think that shows two reactions. Yeah. And, um, yeah, anything... What yeah, is, so basically, whatever respect I have for Michael Johnson, it's out the window. <laughs> <laughs> because I did, man, because I, yeah. I watched the tough series he was on and he was a good guy. Yeah, yeah. But that, or maybe he's just trying, maybe he's trying to get that money. Like, maybe he's putting on this act now. They're seeing that Conor McGregor, what he does... But, yeah. but, but the thing is, it's too late. Everyone compares it to Conor yeah. McGregor now. Even Charles Sonnen's um, trash talk will sound outdated, you know? And he, yeah. he was the best of the best, so... Um, well, moving on. Um, I, I want to have one more I want to ask you about Roy Nelson kicking... Um, big yeah, yeah, I'll big... get to that. So, oh, sorry. Um, so I watched the undercards. Now, it opened with the featherweights uh, Della Toro and Pepe. It was a ball terror, mate. First round... It was just huge dropping bombs. Um, yeah. Yep, Della Toro got the win. Uh, then it moved on to the middleweights. It was Eric Spicy. He was um, first round knockout. So he was from Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. And it was a first round knockout um, against a ranked 15 middleweight. So it was a big upset and it was awesome to see. Um, the lightweight... What have I written? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the next fight up was the, uh, the lightweight fight. Um, I forget what their bloody names were, <laughs> but that's all right because classic. it was extreme. Yeah. yeah, that's how good my MMA facts are, guys. Yeah, um, but um, it got stopped because this guy had probably uh, it got stopped to a due due to a gash on this guy's head that was about the size of a retired porn star's vagina. It was <laughs> oh, enormous. Oh, was it you? <laughs> it was oh, man. Like, like we're the, talking Brianna Banks. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like oh. It, yeah, Camilla B. The insides were hanging out of it. <laughs> oh, that's not cool. It was extreme. I couldn't believe it. So, yeah, they just stopped the fight anyway, poor bastard. So it was because yeah. he he dropped an elbow on him right on like the eyebrow line, so it just opened up huge. It would like you'd easily get two fingers in there. Yeah, yeah. So oh man, it was crazy. But then then we had uh, the big heavyweights, the <laughs> the big big heavyweights, <laughs> meaning uh, Antonio Bigfoot Silva. <laughs> <laughs> and Roy, big country Nelson. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a big night out. Who are good mates? They so they yeah they yeah, are yeah, yeah. They, they've trained together many times. Yeah yeah. So uh, big fat country got the win uh, in the second round. Yeah. Um, and then the bloody wanker kicked John McCarthy. Mate, no one kicks John McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, but you know why though? Yeah, I saw it. I mean, yeah. it's a fucking tough job, man. It, I mean, it's classic refereeing. Everyone yeah. hates the ref, and so John McCarthy's pulled it up. In, in any other fight where two guys aren't mates, it wouldn't have fucking been an issue, I don't think. But yeah, I, I, th see, I see what Nelson's saying, and I mean, well, what the fuck do you do? Yeah. You know? I know. I think I think that it definitely wasn't a walk-off knockout. No. No. Nah. Like, well, it, it wasn't... you the size of yeah, the guy. It wasn't he's got marked. a head. He looks like one of those dudes, and no disrespect to the man, yeah. but he looks like one of the statues He's, from, he's from got gigantism. He's been on one of those islands with those animals. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's gigantic. He's got gigantism, hmm. and it's in his head. His head is an island. It's enormous. And it, yeah. So, it's, uh, yeah, you can't just 
you know, drop that man he's and, and think it's all over. Well, he's got, he like, he's got like ink and shit now too. And yeah. he had like a fucking he's like got a emo fringe. He's got a foot tattooed on his back. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but yeah, but yeah, like that was definitely not a Mark Hunt walk off knockout because no, no. he wasn't just fight. Well, straight. yeah, big country had to go in yeah. and throw the finishing punches, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a bit shit. Anyway, and then um, then Chris Cyborg just uh, oh my god. So just, uh, I've been we've we've been a we, me and you have been a uh, Chris Cyborg fan by default because uh, through overexertions he actually had commented on a few of our stuff yeah. that we put on that overexertion put on Instagram, mm. which we were pretty pumped about. But she just it was like that first round was a warm up. Yeah. And then I was I was worried for this other oh, girl. Yeah. It was so, so I was Landsberg is who she fought. And tough girl. Full credit to her. Yeah. Man. Like she just tried to outlast oh, the beating. And, and yeah, and out. she just it was just I it's I don't know if she landed any significant significant strikes. Yeah. Um I, I remember there was one stage cyborgs against the fence getting um like um pushed upon. And she's looking like nearly at her corner and she's smiling. And Cyborg seems like an awesome person as well. Good sport, yeah. Yeah, and but she's so she, it was a catch weight at one, so she absolutely dominated some of those combinations. And you don't see the girls do what she does. She goes head, head, freaking huge kick to the ribs, you know, like she's going head, head, body with the leg, like it's full, like full, you can tell she's, she's proper Muay Thai. You know, yeah. like it's just and taking one of those. Well, I think she spends a lot of time in Thailand, doesn't she? Yeah, Thailand. she does. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, she's unbelievable. They got to create a weight division around her. She can't. She her trying to suck down to one forty. She put that doco out, and she's. What's it called? Do you remember? Nah, I just saw it through a feed on Facebook, but it just was like her pretty much she's crying while she's got her helpers around her trying to get sweat that out you know yeah. and, and she just she they got a even one uh, i think they said saying i heard they're saying like 145 would help her out you know yeah. just suck into 145 created a vision around that like they did around ronda that's all that happened they just they just created what did they fight at because oh, i thought they 140 at 146 no they fought at 140 oh, okay yep. she was probably 146 in the fight yeah okay but yeah, they, it's one forty. So and then and then you look at even the I think it's uh, is it the one tenors, um, where where they um, they've built it. They they they're full of beasts now too. Mm. But anything above like you're talking one yeah, one, no one there. It's you're heading into heavyweight girls. Yeah. You know that's what it is. So but she's an absolute star. They got to build a division around her, and I think they can. Yeah. Um. But all I yeah you know you gotta. Yeah, you know, or you got to let someone like Holly Holm walk in there, not having to cut weight at all, and let them get it on. You know, yeah, that that's, that's a stylistic matchup. I think she fucking wipes the floor with Ronda. Man. Absolutely yeah, wipes a, the floor with Ronda. She's a scary. Person. I think she wipes the floor with Michael Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> match, match that up, Michael Johnson. Yeah. You think you're worth your money, but <laughs> you can beat That's someone. right. But yeah, good win for her, man. And then and then yeah, and then now we just we got a couple good fights coming up. Um, we'll talk about this later, but I'm just yeah, so we'll I'm, I'm, yeah I'm so pumped about seeing BJ Penn back in the octagon. He's my he's my all time favorite, and, yeah. and he's just uh, training out of um, training out of um, um, ATT. I, I think it's going to be I think we're going to see BJ Penn licking fucking blood off those, uh, those gloves again. again. Yeah, okay. which is kind of weird, and I hope yeah, yeah I hope that guy had um, 
his checks, his blood checks before he was yeah. doing that. It was Dia, it was um Diego Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he busted him up. But anyway, but yeah, we've boom, got we've chat. got yep, that's MMA chat done. Now we've got a quick fan question. Um, so this week um, we got asked, uh, do we have any tattoos and what's the uh, what's the meanings behind them? So so yeah, I've got the classic. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got the classic douchebag tattoo. I got my um my last name tattooed down my ribs because I'm such a hardcore dude. But um, it was actually going to be the start of my massive tattoo collection. But since I started racing off road, I just can't justify spending any money on getting more tattoos. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, I, we could be here all night. So Freddie, I'll just try and run through quickly because he's the illustrated man. Okay, I run through this really quickly. He's on Holden's and half sleeves. Yeah, yeah. I was um, on the I was on the cover of Holden's and half sleeves, yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, and. Uh, and two two threes and tats. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and Harley Davidson's and head tats. Because <laughs> yeah. you had a Harley for a little yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, it, no, I think it, there was another joke about the... the oh, yeah, sorry. I got that wrong, guys. Yeah. So don't Google that. It's actually <laughs> Harley Davidson and hand tats. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, it's funny because, uh, like I was saying, uh, you were actually... Uh, when we were growing up, you were the one that was the big tattoo fan. Yeah, I was going to get my some, face tattooed. Yeah. yeah. And for some Tear reason, drops. I've just... I've just had a few got, gone to the tattoo parlor a few more times than you local uh, a lot Valium fueled um but um prescription meds cheers and, shout, out, uh, shout out to prescription shout meds. out to doctors prescribing prescription meds at a drop of a hat mad and um but anyway uh yeah so it starts with typical my first one i've got a bald eagle and your yeah, awesome uh, southern cross my dad's from colorado bald eagle mine's from australia um nice I, yeah i've got my half sleeve which has got my wolves on it people think it's a twilight tribute not at all i just I thought you were the wolf man yeah yeah i just like the look of wolves and, and i got a tat i get i get all my tats done at um by matt matt at um sacred skin sacred skin who's fucking unbelievable but and then my chest is covered with my tribute ones one right side to my dad left side to my grandparents um and then i've got uh, <coughs> one of my favorite ones which is the, the tomahawk um for the for the footy for the rugby and, yeah the and then i've got a tramp stamp texas longhorns on my ass from when i was in texas got pissed and got a tattoo i've got it for some reason i've got it's an outline job at the moment but i've got an outline of an indian wearing a bear skin on my back and it's fucking huge and then pretty good looking indian yeah yeah, yeah she's yeah my missus was a bit upset because she thought she was a bit too good looking to look nothing like her yeah. and then on the down my ribs i've got the skull because i'm really in the skull supposedly <laughs> and then i've got with, uh, surrounded by roses but what i did for my missus is i got a little i call her mouse because she's so tiny and I got a mouse crawling out of the eye socket of the skull. So nice. she was like, oh, that's yeah. nice. <laughs> then on the, my left side, when you win a premiership in um, mid, uh, in Brisbane, because everyone's going to do it. Everyone's going to do it in the team. So me and my, one of my really good mates, Luke Barron, went and got a huge rib tattoo. I got one on my ribs. He got his on his fucking calf. <laughs> it says it's the emblem of West Midgey Panthers premierships. And then we come back to like, um, when we go to like Mad Monday or Season Treatment, we're like, everyone get out their tattoos. No one else fucking did it. So now I've got this. It's going to be a laser removal job. <laughs> but, but anyway, and then I've got my, yeah, I've got my wife tattooed on my finger. And then one of the best is on my lower stomach. I got one life, one chance tattoo. <laughs> I like bitches. <laughs> I like, yeah, but no, no real, no real meanings besides one on my chest. Like the rest of them are just like, oh, that looks cool. 
I think I'll get that, and because I'm zonked out on fucking Xanax or um, Valium, I think I can sit through the pain. Yeah. But yeah, but no, yeah. I, like I said, no, no, no real reasons for tattoos, just besides my, my dad and my grandparents. And, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. Thanks for that question. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for your questions. And uh, did you have any fan questions, mate, that you wanted to go through? No. Oh. I I do. Yeah. I do. Do you want me to? Yeah. I yeah, do. Yeah. I do have one. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh it's from one that uh. We get a lot of um, we get a lot of hate mail. Hate mail. <laughs> no, we don't get hate mail. <laughs> it's the BF tangent, mate. No one hates it. But yeah, this guy and it, it does suit. We should have said it when Varney was here, but I did, I thought it was a bit um. But he says because in one of the podcasts that we said the other week, we we're talking about how Australians are quick to to cut down. Aussie, Aussie's not doing too well at the Olympics. Yeah. And he didn't agree with what we were saying, so he writes in relation to your bagging of the Australian who ripped into our Olympians due to their shitty performance last week's podcast. A few stats for you boys. In the years leading up to the 2016 Olympics, Australian tax dollars paid $332 million to fund the athletes' Rio junket. To put that in perspective, each medal of any colour Australia won at the Olympic cost us $11.5 million in tax dollars. Money well spent? Question mark. I think not. I think not too. Now these athletes have a sook when we vocalise our disappointment when they don't perform. Well, all this money we waste on sports that nobody's interested in for three years and 11 months out of the four-year period, I believe we have a right to be disappointed. You see an Olympians are possibly the most selfish people in the world. They take our money, Australian Institute of Sporting Brackets, and never have to pay anything back, even if they become rich, just because they have a dream and want to get Olympic rings tattooed on them. Meanwhile, scientists, doctors go to uni hoping to one day save lives and better the world at the same time, racking up a huge university debt. So if your only job is a pointless sport, such as running 100 metres whilst hopping over a few hurdles, maybe take a little more time doing that instead of doing a stupid little attention-seeking dance and being eliminated in your first heat. Janky. I will have no Michelle Janky hate on this podcast. I don't know. You fucking, if you're going to dance, fucking win. That's what I think. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know my, in my job, if I don't perform to an expected level, there are negative consequences. Why should these guys expect any difference? Let's be honest, the Olympics are just a pissing contest to go out of control. P.S. You need more penis content on the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for that dick face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, cheers for that. Uh, and um, talking about, yeah, it, he makes some comments there that I agree on, makes some comments that I don't agree on. I don't agree on some of the uh, programs because we just had Varney in here who had a gold medal wrapped around her neck because they had a they have a pro, uh, rugby sevens program that does very well. They're the world champs. They went out there. They did their job. She said there was no doubt that they, was gonna, they were going to do it. She was she. She knew, she believed in everyone when they were in the gold, you know, gold. They had a job and they knuckled down and got it done. That's right. So, like, there's that side of things where they absolutely killed it for Australia. And, uh, and the and, first ones ever to do it. Yeah, first ones ever to do it. And, and we're one of the better stories out of the Olympics for Australia. Then you got things like where he's probably looking into, which is our Australian swimming team that choked big time, didn't come up with the goods, and they need to look at, um, I don't know what swim, fuck, I don't know. How, what swimming if a coach is even that big of a deal you know yeah. it's yeah, but a bit a bit you know maybe new coaches but you with the olympics they're always going to spend that amount of money it's going to go up and up even they did bad this time they're probably going to throw more money at it yeah like i said i'd, I'd, much, I'd much rather see I'd, I'd be just tuned in as much if they spent 11.5 million on getting a kid out of a wheelchair to walk for the first time and they showed that on 
national TV. Yeah, everyone tuned to that. Show. Yeah, that kind of thing. Or watching, watching a yeah, watching a, a kid with a muscular <coughs> with a, with a muscular disease swim twenty five meters. Mm. Probably do it faster than our Olympians as well. So, <laughs> but anyway, but yeah. So that's yeah. Thanks for the thing. And we will bring up more penis stuff, but just not when we have a twenty-one-year-old um, woman yeah. that we're interviewing in the house. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, uh, moving right along, it was a big weekend in off-road this weekend, mate. Yeah, I know because on Monday morning at uh, three o'clock, uh, I watched uh, the highlights. Did of, you? Yeah, it was. Set your alarm. It was the last ten years of Australian off-road racing, and it went for ten minutes. So, um, well, I'll bloody <laughs> tell you, mate. <laughs> it's bloody bullshit. But I love off-road cartel. Yeah, thanks for the show. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, it was it was a big weekend. Uh, the the voice of off road, Mr. Danny Curran, he was DC, at, DC as you like to call him. He was down at the King of the Hunter, which is an ultra four race. Yeah. Um, in down in the hunt, uh, I think Hunter it Valley. At, it was down at yeah in that region, bro. It was down in Milverdale, in New oh, South Wales. Yeah. So um, yeah. So the OPW team, Pete Ornt- Pete Ornsonak and Dave Camp came away with the win there. Then we move across to uh, South Australia for the Pines Enduro, and it was the uh, fourth round of the ARB off-road series. Um, we have two off-road series here in Australia. There's the ARB series and the AORC, which is the Australian Championship. So AORC's been around forever, and ARB is recently new to the scene. So um, Matt Hansen got the win, which was pretty awesome because he actually wrote his car off pretty much at 12 months ago at the same race. They were oh, in, really? Yeah, they were in top gear, fifth gear, and that car is anywhere from, depending on what throttle, yeah. anywhere from 140 to 200 plus kilometers an hour. So they are in fifth gear. I've seen the in-car footage. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, if you like, look up SMU Racing, uh, it's probably up there. But um, yeah, they were hammering along in fifth gear and misjudged a section or missed a caution, or I'm not too sure exactly what happened. But ended up got pretty out of control and did a massive few tumbles and broke the front half off the car. And there was, you know, you see in the video if you watch it on YouTube, there's bark off trees that's about you know like six seven meters up off the ground. So yeah, pretty wild for those guys. Um, yeah. They managed to walk away with it, for, which is a pretty pretty serious credit to the awesome race cars that we race in. Um, but um, yeah, so that happened and he came away with the win this weekend. So it's pretty cool. So. Uh, then there was also the um, CQ, I'll get this right, I hope. I think it's Bikes, Balls and Bands. Bikes, Balls and Bands. It's so kind it of like... He's it, a testicles. Or? Yeah, it's a bit like the, the Mud Bulls sort of thing. Oh, the Bulls. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they have bull riding, um, bike racing and kick-ass bands that just crank out the tunes for you to smack some cold. So heap of guys in Lycra? Or no, is no. it motorbikes? It's in CQ, bro. There'll be cowboy hats and jeans and shit. Oh. No, I thought bikers. Like... No, 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 no. Oh. Not that like no. Motorbikes. Motorbikes. Oh, okay. Why the fuck would they be doing... <laughs> What's that? <laughs> is that a fucking velodrome out in the middle of CQ? <laughs> <laughs> They're doing speed runs out the velodrome. <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, and that saw um, Seaton Battle back I'm on the road. I'm surprised you know the word velodrome, mate. Eh? What do you mean, mate? What are you, oh, trying to say? What do you think I'm stupid? <laughs> <laughs> I am stupid. But anyway, uh, saw um, Seaton Battle back on a bike. Now, he had a massive crash at the end of end of March, early April. I think I told you about it, Freddie. Um, yeah. Broke his elbow, fucked up his pelvis, like punctured yeah, a lung. Yeah, I, saw it, I also saw it in that 10-minute special. Oh, yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> but um, yeah. Straight hell, man. But um, yeah, he's back out there racing a bike again, the madman. So, um, and also your mate Billy Geddes had a bit of a Boom. rollover. Did he? Yeah, he was up there in his in his trophy truck, uh, yeah. the the four four one old Hellboy, and he apparently turned it over. But um, 
I heard um, some a few people say you probably wouldn't have been able to throttle out of it if you hadn't been running a seven liter engine. So oh really? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe um, you might want to research that, Bill. But um, <laughs> it's a bit of an inside joke there, Brady. <laughs> Do I know it? Or yeah, that's why you laughed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and also, um, also at CQ Triple B, it was a massive weekend. Um, Dirt tour going for ages. Yeah, the uh, 2016 801 champion, Mr. Kent, mother freaking battle. Boom, got engaged. So, um, yeah, bad luck to his missus. Unlucky girls, because I heard his cock is a fucking huge unit. So. <laughs> you don't even know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congratulations to those guys. And that wraps up my off-road talk for the weekend. Sweet. Yeah. So if you're still tuned into the podcast, <laughs> what we're going to do now is we're going to get our boy, Jer- oh no, Animal Facts. Yes. All right, man. Don't you dare wrap up yeah, with yeah. Animal Facts. All right, man, all fact this week. So Brenton, have you ever noticed that you don't see a lot of dead birds lying around? I ha- yeah, and especially, what? I never see... Crows? Yeah, a dead crow. Okay, but forgetting our crows, we're just talking about birds. I told you I'm going to talk about crows on another week. Okay. But I do know my facts about crows because I've researched into them. Okay. Yeah. And when, like, in high school, I took crows for, like, like crows 101. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so birds. So you don't see a lot of birds laying around, and um, someone brought this to my attention, and I was like, oh, fuck, that, that's so true. You don't see a lot of birds. Mm-hmm. Where's the dead birds? Dead are? birds, yeah. Where, where the fuck are they? And... I'm not going to ask you why the reason is, what you think the reason is, but the reason is... Because, is that because I'm so smart? You were calling yeah, the because you know, because you know the fucking answer. But, um, but what happens with birds is the only time you really see them is when they're on the side of the road. Maybe they've just been hit by cars, something like that. But like, what happens is when they get older, they get slower and they're easy to prey on. So that's one reason why you don't see a lot of dead birds because their prey get them um, before we see them. Right. And then another reason is because birds, so life. yeah, birds' bone density and um, their actual um, uh, body makeup is so so light that when they do die and they hit the ground, they're so easy to break down by rodents, ants, things like that, that their bodies go so quickly. So that's the second reason why nice. we don't see a lot of dead birds. Um, with, are you, you going to hit me with the third? No, that's that's just the two. So right. so they slow down. Yep. They get eaten by prey. Their bones and all their their body and flesh is easy to break down by rodents, and they get they get done quickly once they do die. They so basically evaporate. Pretty much. So that's why we don't see a lot of dead birds around. The reason why we don't see a lot of dead crows around is because crows are so goddamn smart. So when they know they're getting old and senile, they get little mini pistols and they fly out to the ocean and commit suicide. <laughs> so that's why we don't see a lot of crows because they don't want to be disrespected by lying on any motherfucking ground. That's right. All right. Jeremy! Okay, what are we going to do, brothers? I don't know. Hey, you Just, know, tonight I haven't had a chance to talk about my, my, uh... You haven't? Deadpools. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking can't even say the right words still. <laughs> 79 motherfucking kilos. Oh, that's Ooh. good, man. Yeah. Stepping it up. Yeah, stepping it up. Nice I'm not going to get laughed at by some Sheila. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I've got a reputation to uphold. Yeah, that's right. 79 kilos. I'm, I'm a musician, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we doing today? Oh, we just, you got to play us out. It's- Something, something upbeat if you can think of it, yeah. Jeremy. Yeah. I can't. Okay. Um, uh, so. 
like you. Oh yeah, oh, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> no cock, no hemorrhoids. Where has the tension gone? Motherfucking tension! Yes, please! <laughs> Are you okay? This is not the tension I remember, baby! Not the tension I remember! <laughs> I beg your pardon? Oh yeah. Peace! <laughs> Classic! <laughs> oh, that was sacred. Nice, Jerry. <laughs>